check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy Super Value Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one toward the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value Virginia. Supporting local. We are Cavan Podcast. Because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another McAvoy Super Value GEA podcast on wearecavan.com. I'm Damien Dunhu, and I'm delighted to be joined in studio by the sports editor of the Anglo Celt, Paul Fitzpatrick, as we look ahead to a busy weekend for the Cavan footballers and hurlers. Uh, Cavan footballers are taking on Mead in the refixed game this Sunday at 2 o'clock in Kingspan Brefney. That's round three of the Alliance League. Um, a vital clash top of the table and then the hurlers at the same time will be taking on Lancashire change of venue in that one it's gone up to uh, Jordanstown campus um, because of pitch conditions I think in the original venue so uh, hopefully the, the hurlers can get their season up on the up on track after a disappointing opening round defeat to Sligo uh, we're also going to be looking at a hot topic at the minute in the Cavan GEA world and discussing the three proposals that uh, the county board have have asked the clubs to make a decision on the with regards to the all county football league fixtures for 2018. But we'll start off, I suppose, Paul, um, looking ahead to Cavan against Mead. Um, from what we've been told, there was no change from the team that was named last week, um, and no change to the panel either. So it's uh, pretty much as as is. But looking at the team that was due to start out last week. James Farley retains his position in goals and, and very little change really on, on the starting 15. Yeah, um, I suppose it's good to see a bit of continuity on it. Um, you know, the fellas who were injured are starting to come back. Martin Riley was a big addition for the loud game in particular. I know he wasn't injured, but he was on his honeymoon. Uh, Garoge McKernan came on that day, of course. Kian Mackey has now come on in two games. Uh, Sean Johnson's back on the panel. So, Kavanagh are approaching full strength now, you'd have to say. Um there's not too many more to come back in that that are on the panel that are injured or away or unavailable or whatever it is. Now the the Sigerson final day, I mean, I'm right in saying that's tomorrow. Yep. Yeah, so so Cavan will have Kevin O'Reilly then, and and the Flanagan. They're both involved in that, aren't they? They're both involved in. Yeah, you're right. And yeah, they'll have them all right. But it's uh, it's a tight ask. And I think Quevin is down to start. So is Enda Flanagan actually both down to start for Cavan on Sunday. But if they're after playing a full game the day before, it is a lot to ask. But I do remember a few players doing it before. I think Killian Clark done it, didn't he? A few years ago, um I can't remember was was it Jordanstown he was playing for at the time? But basically played a Sigerson Cup, could have been final on the Saturday and then came out and played for Cavan on Sunday. Yeah, well look at the 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 fixtures calendar is a topic for a whole other day, but uh, the national one. The national one. It's not clearing things up. It's not clearing up itself at all, and it won't. Uh, yeah. And I'm. I actually strongly believe that uh, the, the way that situation is going to be resolved is there's going to be a breakaway from between club and county. I think it's going to get worse and worse. Where does where does college fall on that one? Though? But like, it's in fairness, I will. I'll, I'll play. I'll play the 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 the, uh, the side of the GA on this one. This game between Cavan and Mead was not meant to be this weekend. It was meant to be last weekend. So this was Sigerson weekend. I know, but so, we are in a country where it rains three hundred days, three hundred yeah. days of the year. Like, and you're going to have to be ready for that. They, they still haven't got the covers. I said it. Yeah, well, we said it. We are Cavan dot com, and Kingspan are, are, are rolling in behind us here. They're mad to do it, but it's uh, yeah, it's something that has to be solved. In fairness, I don't think it's it's an ideal situation. The only way it can be solved is if club and county are separated. It can't be solved any other way. 
I mean, clubs can have their county players, but the county players have to play the, the national league, which is seven matches. They have to they have to play the all county league with their clubs more than likely, which is however Depending many. Depending on t- what county t- you're in. Yeah, it could be ten or twelve matches or more. It could be eighteen and others. Yeah, so you're going to, going to play a majority of them. They're going to have to play the club championship, which in Cavan is a minimum four games and then either a quarter final or a relegation playoff. Is the answer nice and simple? And and nothing is ever simple in the GA, but the separation that you're talking about, basically there's a directive from Crow Park that county players are not available to clubs until championship, until the club championship. And then all of a sudden, the club scene, while everybody will give out and everybody will kick up a stink, it separates maybe league and championship within the club scene, within the club calendar, but it means that your county players aren't being pulled and stuck in the middle where, oh, well, geez, you're, you're too big to play for the club, when realistically maybe there's sometimes when they need a break from playing club football. Well, that's it. Like If you don't play for your club, you're the worst in the world. You're a big-time Charlie who doesn't want to play with a club. But, I remember um, experiencing that myself. So <laughs> <laughs> being, being a big-time Charlie, yeah, that's yeah. definitely true. But no, I think uh, I think that it's it's difficult on everyone. At the moment, it's, nobody wins from it. I think it's all over the place. The, the, if your club has one county player and the other 24 lads who don't get playing, they're suffering. And the fellow who, who has to play 12, 13 weeks in a row, he's suffering. Darren McFeely said it to me a couple of weeks ago that uh, last year he played something like 12 or 13 weeks in a row between the, the Alliance League and the and the All-County Football League. And then, the, then he went into intense training for the Championship. He was injured by that stage because uh, he picked up an injury in a league match against Garna for Crushlaw and he was back for Cavan he was straight into the club championship with Crushlaw then he was straight into the league they lost the quarter final in the senior championship then they were straight into the league which finished on the 10th of December by which stage he was knackered and had picked up injuries and spent the next the next 7 or 8 weeks trying to get over his injuries and then it all starts again and that's he's one of the lucky ones because he's finished college he's not playing Sigerson he's not playing mm-hmm. under, under 20s or anything like that you take Thomas Galligan I wrote a piece about him before his season ended last year on the twenty on the thirtieth of December with the under twenty one final and it started again on the third of January with the McKenna Cup. So that fella had a three day off season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, when when is he, what is he what's he complaining about? Loads of <laughs> <that>. <laughs> the the uh, uh, the you're talking about National League now. The, his club played the, the Ulster under twenty or the under twenty one tournament up in, in Craigan. Craigan yeah. Um he's international league. He was playing Sigerson Cup with DCU. Um, as soon as the National League is over I imagine we're going to be into All-County League and I know we're going to talk about that in a while you're going to have hopefully a good few games for Cavan in the summer in the Championship and then he'll be straight back in and his club will be looking for him to play a club championship and uh, by the time that finishes he's back into the college and possibly go on county start training in maybe October, maybe his club will get to a league final and he, like Darren McFeed he'll be playing till the 10th of December again yeah. you know I, I wrote a column about it the reasons for burnout you know there's no point sitting here. If a player like that in two or three years' time, we look back and go, "Geez, that was a great, he was a great player, but he didn't fulfil his promise." We have to look at the ca- the calendar. Let's say it now, and hopefully that won't happen, and he'll go on to be a brilliant intercounty player. But there's so many players in that in that position. We're flogging them. One of the causes of uh, burnout is what they call a, a lack of empowerment. So players feel that the game is taking over their lives, and it has a negative imp- impact. Much of burnout is is mental as much as physical. So. You know, it's 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 not right. Like, but but if that was separated, it clears the whole thing up. And I, I've said this before, and I said it on the We Are Mead podcast earlier on with Mickey Brennan. He asked me how would Kevin and Mead go, and I spent ten minutes ranting about this topic. But it's on my mind at the moment. I think that. Um, well, listen, if we're not here to let you sit up on the couch and and get things off your mind, <laughs> what are we here for? I I think that uh, looking at it at the minute, 
all the talk is for a tier championship. A tier championship is going to come in. Uh, it has to look how well it has worked in uh, the All Ireland Club Championships, mm. for example. It's been absolutely brilliant. Yeah. A tier, no one, no one's sitting there going. Sean Cavanagh, who has won senior All Ireland, wasn't sitting there going, "Oh, it's only an intermediate." He was delighted to win that with the Moy. And like in national terms, are the Moy in national terms, uh, in terms of intermediate clubs, are they not the Cavan or the the Sligo or whoever like of, of that? That's their level. And uh, you know, like, and they might push into the top eight, but they might not. But um, I, I think the way it's going to go briefly is that there's going to be six or seven counties, and there's going to be maybe three um, uh, franchises. Regional, maybe you could be looking at Cavan and Fermanagh together. I've said this loads of times. Yeah, but I, I think it has to go that way, Damien, because there's no ho- there's no going if it back. goes that way. You're, you're professional. Oh, you know, it's professional. Yeah, people say, oh, the, you can't. We don't have the population to sustain a, a professional thing, but we we have to sustain. I would imagine eight or ten teams. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say I'd say you're have. probably right. So but when you look at what was this statistic that came out twenty, was it twenty six million spent on preparing inter county senior teams last year? Yeah. So yeah. twenty twenty six million. You break that down across eight teams. You're, you're you're still at a comfortable three million to prepare each team. Oh yeah, you know? like, I I think so. And what will happen is, um, you take a small club. Let's say Red Hills. If the, if the county team is Cavan, Monaghan, and Fermanagh, effectively the the elite team. It's not a county team, but you know your 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 top flight All Ireland Sam Maguire team is drawn from from the. You know we're talking about thirty clubs in Monaghan, twenty clubs in Fermanagh, and forty in Cavan. Uh, that's 90, 90 clubs. clubs Red Hills might have a player on it they might not it's very unlikely they'll have more than one you, you lose your, you lose that one player you have if yeah. you have a county player you lose him but every other player in your parish can play his football mm. the problem with that though then is Scottstown become absolutely useless because they're going to have seven or eight lads on the, <laughs> on the regional team yeah yeah. well that's that's it that's it it's, but again it's again but then where, where you need to come and, and we're, we're completely gone off topic here but where you need to come at that point is uh, uh, reimbursement for the club listen you have user after developing this player for us and therefore you've 20,000 there you know congratulations away you go yeah, it's yeah, that's it. Like that. That's it. That's the way it'll work, and like it'll it'll probably follow a, a rugby model. It's amazing that it has lasted as long as it has. I think the GA people say, oh, wh- how, "Why can't the GA solve this fixture crisis?" Of course, the GA are very smart at the top level. Like they're they're a leading sporting organisation. They're not sitting here going, oh, what, "What can we do?" I'm sure they can, but I'm sure they know the direction the thing is going. You cannot hold back the waves when they start crashing onto mm-hmm. the shore. And I think that it can only go in one way. It it, it can go the other way, but. It would it would require stripping back the uh, the thing that pays for all the great things that the GA does. You know the coaching and uh, the capital projects, the millions and millions that were spent on a stadium and Cork, all that stuff. That would all have to be stripped back because intercounty football is the cash cow that's paying for all this. So if you want to strip it back, away you go. But the, but it, the, the, it's going to be harder to strip it back than to go forward. You can't to change it going it's forward. It's very it would be very very difficult to strip it back. And the other thing is. I don't want to sound like like the anti Joe Brawley. I do like I do like some of the stuff that Joe Brawley says. It's okay, you have the anti Joe Brawley here. <laughs> it's fine. I like some of the stuff that Brawley says, but I I think that he is he is um, saying like it's never black and white, and I think he's saying he's he's yearning for a time that's never coming back. He, he like no different than when we were growing up. Uh, when you grew up in the eighties, I was growing up in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> you could. 
you could leave your back door open or you could do all these things. Kids well, I definitely could because I live in the street and there was a wall around my back door. So. <laughs> well, you could leave your front door open, but kids could run around. Think, things yeah. change. Like it's, the society has changed. You're not going to go back to an era where um, it's man on man, 15 players, fellas drink 10 points night before a game, fullback catches the ball, boots out to midfield, he's a big hero. That's, that day that's is gone. job done. Yeah, that yeah. day is gone. Well, thank God, because that wasn't as attractive as what we're seeing now, in my opinion. I think there's far more intelligence needed to play football now than there was. Back then, you could be just the dirtiest, hardest person in the county and therefore be a county footballer, but have no intelligence, have no, have no real panache or skill. You know, you could yeah. get away with yeah. Being, being just or yeah, you know, yeah. well now and don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm, I'm not knocking the the people who played county uh, those years ago, but I, I just think it's far, it's a, it's a very different, more evolved game now than it was. That's it. Like, and the demands on players are like are spiraling out of control, and everyone knows that. I do think it's it's all coming to a head, and I think it would be a li- it would be a bit sad, um, that that. We'd lose the link that we have and the way that thing is set up, but I mean that can't last forever. Like, and as it is, it, it's lasting now, but it's on its knees. Everyone is suffering. County players are suffering. Club players are suffering. Paddy O'Rourke says that his life has improved immeasurably since he quit county football. Oh, don't don't start me on this one now, because that that and again, this is where I go on my rant about Joe Brawley. This indentured slave continues to be regurgitated by the national media. Why are we focusing on Paddy O'Rourke who said, I don't want to be a county footballer when there are over a thousand players who have committed and want to be county footballers and are willing to put in that time because they love it. They well, love I, what I they do. I don't know them if, if they all want it. Maybe they feel a sense of duty or responsibility or they feel Listen, that... that's long gone. That idea of, of oh jeez, look, I've been asked to play. I have to do this. This is... That's completely long gone. The only people who play county football now are the people who absolutely love it, who love what they do. And that's that's what annoys me well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know because why... why are you saying that a fellow who's on the panel absolutely loves it but if he quits today then he absolutely hates it I, I think a lot of them are new and it's novel and fresh and they're young and maybe they're in college and they have time for it but when they get into it and it starts it, it, I'd imagine it's an awful chore but the biggest the biggest factor of all that's ignored is I remember writing this piece when Cavan beat Galway to get promoted uh, two years ago and I remember seeing Mossy Core and Park Faulkner walking off the field arm in arm all those fellas and I imagine they had a great night after and they were 10 feet tall and well deserved they returned Cavan to Division 1 beat Galway at home it was as good as a championship game yeah. it, was, it was the closest thing to winning an Ulster title getting promoted that time there was no indentured slaves around, around Brefty Park that day that's for sure but what is the big difference there success and not every team can be successful if you can be successful it's not a chore ok I'll bring it I'll bring it back to your to your one of your pet hates from last year a certain down player tweeting what a summer you know what? What a wonderful experience! Or I can't remember the exact tweet, but you were saying a wonderful year she lost. But he still enjoyed the journey. He still loved the whole summer because they won a couple of big games. They they got to play in Crow Park. He he got some wonderful experience. You don't always have to win to enjoy it. Well, they won. They did win a couple of big games. They won probably the best game. Yeah, but of they the didn't summer. win a tournament. Didn't they win a competition. No, but they, at least they had something to think. To. If you were a cabin player last year, what did you think to? The whole county was was saying, "What the hell's going on in there?" Yeah, but my point being, my point being, even still, a Cavan player, and 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 this is me just playing the the other side of it. That a Cavan player, like I'm not going to name names, but I, I I spoke with two Cavan players actually on Monday evening gone by, and 
they they just love being part of it. They just love all the training, the, the specialized training that they get, the amount of attention they get. That well, look at your diets looked after, your your nutrition, your hydration, your your strength and conditioning, your 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 with the best players in the county playing football two, three times a week. They love it. They they literally are like kids just going, you know, what's not the love about this? And yeah, that's maybe they're point. the exception that proves the rule. What well, about the other why 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 would the rest of them continue? They're not getting no, big right, money. But they're not. They're not that's my point. Where what about the ten or twelve good footballers that were on the county panel acquitted? I'm talking about David Givney, Eugene Keating, Nigel McDermott, Jerry Smith, Joe Dillon. the list goes on and on of fellas who who we're there, should still be there, and are good enough and young enough to be there, but they're not. They quit it. They, why are we can't focus on the, the few fellas you spoke to who love it, but ignore the fellas who just said, "I just can't do this." Yeah, but no. My point is, we should be focusing just on the few fellas who love it because that's what it takes to be a county footballer now. And if you don't enjoy it, then you haven't got what it takes. That's that's the whole point of it. That literally, you either get to the point that. This is something I love doing. Whether I'm successful or not, whether I'm winning cups or not, I love being part of a county panel. Then, therefore, you have what it takes. You have what it takes to be part of a county panel. We, if we go backwards the other way and basically say, well, look at Paddy O'Rourke thinks that training three times a week and doing gym another two times a week is too much of it. Let's scale it right back that we're only meeting twice a week and the rest of the time is your own. What's going to happen if 25 players or, or 15 players from Mead go out with that level of commitment, what what would happen to them in Division Two? Oh, they'd probably be slaughtered. So that's the point that that we cannot talk. Why are we focusing on the players who are wanting to bring it backwards? A bit like you're talking about with the GEA and Joe Brawley, bring it back. It's not going back. It's never going no, back to the point where there's less effort. It's going to be about more time, putting in more time. But focus on the people who love putting no, in the more you're, time. You're making my point for me. Like these fellas aren't saying it has to go back. They're they're just saying. It's not for me. I can't do it anymore. Like these are fellas that a lot of these fellas gave it years. It's not a thing that they that they took one taste at and said it's not for me. They gave it they gave it years, but they just said it's gone too much. I can't do it. I have to have a life, and you, you can't put. Not everyone can put their life on hold. Some people yeah, maybe see, that that phrase even annoys me. I have to have a life. Sorry, are you telling me that that Darren McVeady doesn't have a life? Well, I'd say that he doesn't. I don't, I'm not saying Darren McFeed I don't know what he does Well I just use any that, that a random county player In, in Cavan Has no life Well maybe there's Maybe there's a player Who who has hobbies That he doesn't have time to do Maybe he maybe he likes to to Go out and have a few pints For example What's the harm in it He, he can't do that If he's playing county football It's very very difficult You can only do that A couple of times a year Yeah but look at, I'd, I'd personally like to go swimming Absolutely every day But I don't have the time to do it, it Don't don't get well, not me for, wrong yeah, but not, not because you're Not because you're a hobby Probably because of your work I imagine yeah, well, well, football has become an extra job for these fellas. That's what I'm saying. I, but I don't think that they look at it like that, like an extra job. They're not getting paid, so they're not looking at it like an extra job. They're looking at it that they love doing this. And then my my annoyance with the Paddy O'Rourke interview was the same that it was coming out. I can't remember who there was another one around Christmas time. Who was it? A county player that, that stepped away and basically yeah, that's said, right. That's it's right. It's gone too much. And right, it was a, a tip horror. Tip horror, that's right. But where's the balance in, in the national media to get in Darren McVitie? Again, I'm using Darren McVitie as an example, but somebody like that to say, do you know what? I, I would not be anywhere else. I love doing this. I absolutely love being part of the Cavan panel. I love training. I love the fitness that I build up. I love looking after myself. This is what I love doing. Show, why, why can't we get a balance on it? The only thing that ever comes out from the national media is these poor county players, aren't they slaves? I don't fully agree with that, but also, um, 
I, I guarantee you're saying like the fellas that are on the play, panel that are the lads that want to be there that love it they want to be there I guarantee you some of those fellas will quit the panel at the end of the season and I guarantee you in the lead up to that they'll be saying as soon as this year's over I'm packing in this is too much we're not winning games I, I'm I'm getting some lad coming with calipers checking my body fat here I can't even eat what I want it's just not worth it. And I, so you can't say that every fella on the panel is loving it when I guarantee you some of those fellas would quit a first chance to get. Yeah. I, I, that happens every year in every county. Yeah. So you can't say they're, they're all not loving it. Not every year in every county. Well, most counties are losing players. Not every county. But you know the, player, the counties that aren't losing players are the counties that are winning. Yeah. And that's going back to what I'm saying. But again, is that is that the point too? That where I think for Cavan, where you need to get to is the point that you're you're not looking at lads that are just coming in for one year or two years, and you're also this is where the solution of a long term manager would be a huge advantage for Lisa Cavan. But you're also not looking at somebody who said, you know what, I'm going to take a year or maybe two years out, and I'll go back then because if you had a consistency of manager over a seven, eight, nine year, ten year period then the opportunity mightn't be there for you to go back out. Well, we saw that with the last manager. Cavan went from Division 3 to Division 1 because there was a manager there for a good while and he had his critics around the county. But, I mean, his record is that he brought them from Division 3 mm-hmm. to Division 1 and he, he brought them from a very low state in the Championship until they were, were competitive, very competitive in the Championship and uh, probably underachieved in the end up. And I'd say Terry Highland would admit that in his last season when they had a very strong panel, but at least they were in the position where there were there were no pushovers and they were they were competing strongly. Mm. But the, I I think you're right. Within Cavan, we will have those few players at the end of the season who decide that they're not going to commit for another season, and that's a hundred percent like that. Let them walk away because they don't have what it takes. That they, they haven't they haven't got the love for it to continue doing it, and therefore that's fine. So let's let's continue though with the lads who have the love for it, who really want to be there, who who enjoy the whole process, regardless of winning or losing. Obviously, you want them pushing on that they want to win, and they do. They're naturally competitive people. But let's go with the people who want to be there, and let's highlight the fact that they want to be there, not overemphasize the fact of the few people who walk away and say they don't want to be there. Let's take a player who maybe gives it six years, and he says to himself, well, I'm 26 now and I have an opportunity here to advance my career but that's going to mean working long evenings. I'm an accountant in a practice I can make partner here but I'm going to have to work long evenings. He might really want to play county football but he just it's either he plays county football and he misses out the chance to secure his future. Maybe he's getting married. You know, he, that's not to say he doesn't really, really want it but there has to come a point where, where you look after yourself as well. There does but I'll, I'll use and, and this is top end scale but Use the, use the example of an accountant. Sean Cavanagh trained as an accountant, practiced as an accountant until a year ago when he left his employment, went out, set up on his own. Now, you telling me Sean Cavanagh is not going to be an extremely, and I'd use the word, financially successful accountant because of the career he had in football? No, no, I don't remember saying that, but you also have to remember Sean Cavanagh won uh, umpteen Ulster titles and three All Irelands. It's much easier. This is the point I'm making. It's much easier to do it when you're winning. Yeah, yeah. that's the reward. But, that's but, the, that's but I do think I do hard. think there is a profile that comes with being a county player. So look at KBG down the road there. So Kieran Brady is the is the success behind that because he's a, he's an ex county <laughs> player and he's bringing in the county players as well. Or the yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> so that's it. Anyway, we we'll move on because we we probably spent more time than that. Both got passionate about it, so there's no harm in it. But let's let's talk briefly about the the All County Football League and the options that were sent out to the the um the the clubs. 
to make a decision on, on between three options. Now, before we jump into that, I just want to mention very quickly, folks, we have... Um, this Wednesday night in the Helix, um, the play being run by Club Breffney, uh, Dublin branch, it's from under the bed, it's in the Helix on the 21st of February at 8pm. Tickets are available on the Helix.ie or, um, or any Club Breffney Dublin branch member be able to help you out with tickets there. So please do go up and support that. should be a great play, should be really entertaining and we will have a Facebook competition going out later on this evening um, where you can win two tickets to that. Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Yeah, moving on to the to the All County Football League fixtures and this, the start of this entire debate was last year at the end of the league. Well, the league final, firstly, you said that Darren McVitie was telling you 10th of December. Yeah. The League Division 1 final was a week before that, was it? Or two weeks before that? So end of November. And yeah. there was there was three league games after Championship that were due to be played, but massive concessions, which ended up in a result in some cases where because the team conceded to another team, a third team was either relegated or stayed in their division. And all of a sudden the debate was back up again. League after Championship. Can we not get rid of League after Championship? Two out of the three options that have been offered to the clubs now will I'd suggest will end up with league, with league after championship option one and option three for the simple reason that you have to be confirmed on a number of fixtures varying from six to nine okay on those two options and option two is the only option that clearly states your league games will be round one such a date through to round 13 in Division 2 and Division 3 around 11 in Division 1 um, and that your playoffs semi-final finals will be all played before Championship and it's written in stone it's done so my point is that the, firstly the whole debate was to start we need the league finished before Championship and two of the three options aren't going to more than likely aren't going to give you that yeah I agree do you have the options in front of you maybe to read them out um, yeah I'll pull them up now I think that um, ideally it has to be played. The the league has to be completed before championship. Like it's it it does get to be a bit of a farce at the at the end of at the end of the year when when it's not. Club football is at a low ebb in Cavan, and uh, I think we need to do something. Something needs to be done to improve that. We can see our results in, in Ulster bar bar the the uh, outlier this year, which was Cavan Gales, um, who had a good run through Ulster. But again, like the Gales had a great win against the Antrim champions, and they beat the Fermanagh champions after a replay um, in a very, very close game with a last-minute goal and then they were well-beaten in the Ulster final by the Derry champions. So I, I would I would reckon that we still do rank, really, and, and you have to remember the Gales were head and shoulders the best team in Cavan. So I, I still re- reckon we rank at best maybe 7th or 8th in Ulster um, at club level. At club level like. So something has seriously gone wrong in the club, in the club championship in Cavan. I just don't know what it is. You would imagine that a rising tide lifts all boats, and all the under twenty one and minor success we had 
um, would help that. But the funny thing was there was a huge spread. We do have too many clubs, like Peter Quinn identified, but as per the national average, we should only have 34 clubs and we have 40. But like when Cavan beat beat, um, beat Galway at the... Like you had 15 different players from 15 different clubs started in that, that promotion clinching game. So... Um, there's a massive spread of of good players around the county, but they're not concentrated on on, on particular clubs, really. Yeah. So just looking at the the three options, um, option one is so within each option, there's actually variations where you have if Cavan win against Donegal in the first round of Ulster or Cavan lose against Donegal. I suppose the big talking point so on division on option one is division one a maximum of six games with county players available and five games without. And in Division 2 and Division 3, that's a maximum of seven games with county players available and six games without. So basically you're talking about in Division 1, six games without, sorry, five games without county players or six games in Division 2 and Division 3 without county players. Um, that's a maximum end. Um, date not provided for all rounds and finals. This is in option one. Promotion and relegation as normal. Top two promoted in Division 2, Division 3 and bottom two, Division 1 and Division 2 will be relegated. No guarantee AFL will be completed before Championship, um, which starts on July 28. Okay, so that's option one. Option two is that in Division 1, county players guaranteed for three games, playoffs and finals. Um, In Division 2, they're guaranteed for three games, playoffs and finals as well. Um, dates provided for all all county football league fixtures in option two promotion and relegation there are slight difference here top team in division two and three uh, promoted and qualified for the final second third and fourth team placed in division two and division three playoff for promotion and qualification for the final relegation is roughly on the same idea bottom team is relegated from division one division two ninth tenth and eleventh team um, in Division 1 and 11th, 12th and 13th in Division 2 and Division 3 um, playoff to avoid relegation. Semi-finals in Division 1, all-county football league completed before championship, which starts on July 28th. Second option basically gives you that the all-county football league will be completed before championship starts. Option 3 then to go through the notes. It's a maximum of two games without county players. Um, it's Division 2 and Division 3. It's a maximum of three games without county players. Um, you have the dates are, are provided for all rounds and finals. The bottom line here, the relegation is as normal, two up, two down. Um, but no guarantee all county football league will be completed before championship starts. So out of the three options, there is only one option that guarantees all county football league will be completed before the championship starts. Yeah, there you go. It's, it's not ideal, is it? We're going to be in this. We're going to be sitting here probably at the end of the year in the same boat as we were in, in the last few years. Well, what's what's going to happen here? Because we we done a few sums before we came on air, and we 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 looked down and said, right, every club is going to vote for themselves. They're going to vote for what they feel suits them best and what they will achieve most. Now, there's two points. My first point is. When I say every club is going to vote, it is the ma- management, from what I can understand, and I've contacted a number of different players from a number of different clubs to ask them, have they been asked their opinion on this? And to a man, everybody has said no. They have not been, the, the, the team has not been brought together. Now, I was talking to one 
club man from Ballyhays, and I believe the players there have been asked. In fairness, so to to highlight it up there. But I spoke. I spoke with five different club player club players in five different clubs. They were not asked about this. So, firstly, the the, the process is completely flawed because it was all about is the is the players who are going to play those games at the end of the year or not play those games at the end of the year, and yet they're not being involved in the process because the the clubs aren't bringing the players into a meeting or going to a training session and saying, okay, lads, here's the options, which do yous want, you know? Well, maybe that's not the means of communication between club executives and the players. Maybe there's a player's rep and he's the man not doing his job. You know, we don't know exactly where the breakdown of communications is there, but there seems to be one, all right. If if players aren't having their say, there seems to be one. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So we also broke down and said, right, okay, let's look at this from a, a, a county panel point of view because... You're going to have in option one or option three. You're going to have a lot of games where you 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 will have your county player available. A lot more games than in option two, where the games are coming, whether county players are available or not. The games are going to continue to be played, and there are 27 clubs represented on the Cavan Senior Panel this year. Um, and from that, you could take maybe two or three clubs that will say, "Look, we'd rather keep the games going because you know." It doesn't affect us as badly. We can we can deal with the loss of the few county players, but you're still talking 23, 24 clubs that are going to be looking and saying, can we afford to continue to play these games without our county player or players? And the, the, the chances are some of these clubs, if they're making the decision at a management level without engaging with players, they'll say, well, geez, we need Joe for all of our games if we want to win. Whereas the players themselves might want to play the games and True. continue it going. That's a good point, yeah. It is, it is a tricky one, but I don't envy anyone who has to make the call on that because one way or the other, it's a, it's a tricky one. Like, as I said, it's almost incompatible now at this stage. The only thing is, I think there's 42 players or 43 listed on the cabin panel on the details sent out by the county board, which was a great job. I have to yeah. hats off to Mark O'Rourke for that. But there's an awful lot of those probably, I think about 25 players have played in the opening two rounds of the league. So, you know, there could be and up to 16 or 17 of them who aren't playing county football effectively they're maybe not in the match day 26 they're in around the panel so you know will they be allowed to play with their clubs well I'll give a, an example Mickey Brennan was telling me last Sunday evening um, <coughs> that Andy McEntee in Mead basically they're, they've three rounds of league games played already in Mead and they play without county players but on the previous training before the weekend, Andy McEntee names his 26 and says to everybody else, now you go and play with your club this weekend. So they don't travel to the game if there's a club game on the same time and they, they, they go out and participate in their club game. Now on Sunday morning, he sent a text out um, when the game was called and Kingspan Breffney called off. He sent the text to the entire panel, if your club is playing today, go and play with your club. Yeah, so That's a good attitude. Like, that's what that's, you want. That's just... Brilliant stuff, and clubs clubs here would love that, absolutely love that. And basically, rather than as, as the point would be made on my on my Twitter argument or or discussion that was going and and took out on a life of itself, the point would be made if you're not playing with your club, the county's going to be training, you know. So the chances are they're going to be doing something that they can get injured anyway, that they can yeah. get tired doing. So why not let them go and play with the clubs? Like you see, that, for that to happen, there would have to be around the league games fixed for the day that the county match is postponed for that set of circumstances. And in Cavan, there's not going to be around the league matches fixed by sense things any day that the county has a game, or even a league game. Yeah. Um, so, like, you know, that to, uh, you'd have to well, applaud... Um, Andy McIntyre for that. Like in Cavan, we had a situation, and you can you you'll know more about this than me, Damien. 
the under twenty one championship was held up for one player. There was one player starting on the Cavan Gale senior team who was under twenty one, and the under twenty one championship was held up for maybe a couple of months. Guts yeah. of it, and so you're talking about a, a couple of hundred players in a really big competition didn't get playing because of basically one player. That's not his fault. Um, no, no. no, completely agree with you. It ended up that that competition wasn't complete on the tor- until the thirtieth of December, mm. which is absolutely ludicrous. And, and when that when Calvin Gales played, they lost by twenty four points to Crush Law. So it wasn't a thing that they were going to probably win the thing. They lost. They lost the first game by twenty four points. And the the other side. To so that I, I don't know. Sorry, I'm not throwing more at Calvin Gales. Maybe you know where Calvin Gales given the option there. Or I don't happened. know. I don't, I don't know, know what, what exactly what exactly happened. All I can tell you is what I do know about in Derry. And the Under-21 Championship was run the same time of the year in Derry as it is in Cavan. But Slock Neil were told, listen, you enter and the games go ahead or you, you can pull out. That's your choice. But essentially, you know, this competition is going ahead where the U's are, are going to be participating. It won't be held up. And Slock Neil made the decision, look, we're not going to enter because it's too much of an overlap and therefore let the other clubs go on ahead. So... In Cavan, that's, such, that's such a mature attitude. Like you wouldn't see that in many counties, to be honest. No, no. In fairness, but Slockneil are just the more I talk to people from Slockneil, the more I'm in awe of what they do up there. But it was it was a sensible decision. Now I would say that there are certain people in Slockneil who are annoyed over that decision because they were being forced that because the the senior team was successful that they weren't getting on the twenty one competition. But at the end of the day, they they have to choose, you know. And and I don't think that. 29, 39 clubs in Cavan should be held ransom by any one club, you know, in, in that way as well. So it's it's something, it's a very difficult thing, but I don't think we're going to get, I, I, I'm predicting the future here now, and at the end of this year, we'll be in the same position in this studio, and we'll be talking about, yeah, league games coming on now, and we're just finished championship, we have to fit in a couple of league games before it goes to playoffs, semi-finals, finals, whatever the case may be, and we'll still be playing in November. And the clubs will turn around and they'll be giving out stink, they'll be on to you and the Celtic, and they'll be tweeting that, oh, it's a disgrace playing football this time of year. You were given the option. That's all yeah. I'm going to say at this point. You were given the option. You can play this audio in November, Damien. Exactly. I look forward to sitting on my high horse if that does happen, <laughs> but it... You're given the option. Option two means you will have the league finished before championship starts. That is the bones of this. That was where the argument started. And I don't see why people would be going to any other option there. You know, it's 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 basically players at this point, you're choosing do you want to play football in December or do you want to play without county players for a few games? Yeah, you in can't do league, both. It doesn't matter. Look, I'm involved in scheduled handball um, at provincial level. Um, it's it's a, um, a thankless job and it's a, it's not a nice job because in handball we have about 62 weeks worth of competitions we reckon to be fitted into into a 52 week calendar and you take out maybe Christmas week and then maybe the week before you're talking about you have to get 62 weeks of competitions into a 50 week calendar and it's almost impossible because yeah. it's a lot of them are the same players and the same is going on in football when you bring it all in because players are playing for, for so many teams you might have a fellow playing county minor Club minor, under tw- club under twenty one, you know, club senior, college. colleges, county football. You know, breaking that. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it is a very difficult thing, and the only way you can get around it is what we're trying to do in handball, and it's proven unpopular at times. Is just make a strong decision and to stand over it, and just say to you people, to. "These are my reasons. We're standing over it. Put it to a meeting. If it's agreed, you do not go back on it." Why? Why can Monaghan play eighteen all county football league games? 
before their championship. Now I know they have a different championship structure. That that is an important point within it. But they play eighteen all county football league games. We're we're only trying to fit in thirteen, and we still can't find yeah. the time to fit them in. See, the the other thing is the championship is is the big one, but we're playing almost a league system in the championship. Yeah. So like. You know, you have to. That has to relegate the league into into the lesser importance. You can't hold the league and say we're not playing the league without one county player. Like there was there was an example last last year, and I laughed at it. Um, where I think it was McLean came out and said that he was pulling county players from league games. That's right. And the county board said uh, all these games are off this weekend. If clubs can play if they want. Um, that's right. And I, I think my, maybe Crushalaw played. played. Yeah, that's right. Crushalaw played without without Darren McFeedy. But there was two clubs who were due to play each other and no county players. And I don't know whether there was weddings or stags or something. They said, we're not going to play. Like, I don't care. They should not have been let do that. Yeah. Like, and because I don't know what way that, that finished up, but those, that game had to be played somewhere and it was probably conceded in the, in the heel of the hunt. Mm. So, look, maybe they just, you need to be unpopular in these things and, and make a firm decision and for the greater good. But it's, it's, it is a tricky one. Yeah, definitely is. But look at we ranted too long. Uh, look at best of luck to the, the Cavan Horlers this coming Sunday up in Jordanstown against Lancashire and to the Cavan Footballers who are taking on Mead in Kingspan Breffney Park on Sunday. Um, sorry, Kingspan Breffney on Sunday at two p.m. There'll be live coverage on Northern Sound Radio. Thanks a million to Paul Fitzpatrick for joining me here in the South. Hope we didn't. Uh, boring your ear too much if there's topics that you would like to get involved in or stuff that we said on the podcast here get involved on twitter at we are calvin we'd be delighted to hear your opinions on on discussion here today we are calvin podcast because calvin's not just a place it's a people